What's going on, y'all? This your boy, Chris Sims, coming to you with another podcast episode. And as always, I'm with my partner in crime, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Miss Sandra Cruz. What's going on with you, girl? How you doing? Hey, good. As you can tell, I'm at the cafe again. <laughs> yeah, I see you outside, you know what I'm saying? Enjoying yeah. the nice weather. Yeah, it's beautiful out here. That's why I chose to be outside. It's nice and windy, so I like that. Hey, listen, I'm going to have to uh, do the same thing you're doing here in a minute because here in uh, ATL... It's going to be a nice, beautiful day out. It's going to be in the 80s. So you already know I'm about to be outside because you already know I'm an outside person. So I'm going to definitely be, you know, sitting outside, just chilling, relaxing, taking a walk. Because that's what I feel like you should do that on a daily basis. Like you should take care of yourself on a daily basis. And again, I know sometimes we get confined to stay in our office or whatnot and continue to work, you know, for eight, ten hours a day. But it ain't nothing wrong with just stepping outside for a little bit. It's like, bro, like, you should have, you should give yourself permission to step outside, connect with nature, be in the sun, because the sun is good for you. The sun is essential. It's, exactly. It gives you energy, which they ain't going to tell you that. So, again, if you have the opportunity to step outside, be in the sun, hey, listen, I definitely recommend doing it. You know what I'm saying? Just take take time on your lunch break or whatever. Just, you know, take a walk, sit outside. So, yeah, man, like I said, that's what I'm going to do today. Um, I was fortunate enough uh, on Monday to actually take a walk in the park with my girl. Um, you know, they, they had like little President's Day over here. So, you know, some, some people got off. So, you know, it was like, all right, bet. So on my day off, definitely went to the park. It was another nice day. It was 75 degrees that day. So I, we went to this park in Atlanta and just walked around. And, you know, when I was out there, I was just like, man, like, you know, it's just so it feels so good to just be off the grid for a second. You know what I'm saying? It's like I know we live in a world to where everything is fast paced. You know, you got to, you know, check your email, check your text message every tw- every two seconds. But it's just good, to, you know, just disconnect from all that. Be outside, you know, just kind of relax your mind, not having to worry about the everyday hustle and bustle. So it was great. So it was a great time to be outside. So. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely, we'll be doing that once yeah. more. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah. yep. But anyway, we're gonna go ahead and get right into the topic of the conversation. We got we got a good one for y'all today, man. And specifically, I mean, the way this conversation gonna go. Again, this is where I'm trying to see who who is entrepreneur minded. You know what I'm saying? So again, this is typically this episode is gonna be more centered around. People who just want something different with their life. You see what I'm saying? And again, more so people like in that entrepreneurial like mindset. You see what I'm saying? Because again, I've told you guys I've been wanting to branch out. I've been wanting to get away from the everyday job, you know, everyday nine to five job, eight to eight to five or however long you work, you know, because I'm just tired of that for real. And again, that's why I've mentioned before that I'm working on trying to develop this fitness business. Now, I do have an Instagram page at Big Dot Boss Training. Um, that's where I show like my workouts and also got like um, some of my clients that I record on there and, you know, some of the workouts that I've done. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that you guys don't see that's behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? And again, I don't, I don't tend to speak too much on it because, again, like. Sometimes when you do all this talking, right, sometimes it can kind of, 
get you all hyped up, you know, and it can kind of distract you from, you know, what you're really trying to do. So, again, sometimes, you know, like I say, I like to show, like, okay, like, you know, some of the stuff that I want you guys to see, but there's a lot of things that is taking place to where you guys don't see what's going on. So, again, you know, a lot of this, like I told you guys, this idea came because I realized, you know, something, you know, when I uh, was working my nine to five, like with this one, with this company. And I had mentioned how I had got laid off back in November. And over the course of that, over the course of time, since that incident, I just realized a lot of things. I realized that, hey, you know, you can go look for job security at a at a company and continue to pour into their bucket. But when something happens to where the company goes through an organizational change or when there is a huge like recession, just like in the 2008, 2009 or was it 2007, 2008 recession or whatever, or like the, the so-called pandemic that just happened in 2020. When something like that happens, you're going to realize that if you just have one source of income, or if you don't have some of your own, you're going to quickly realize that people who you work for are going to look after themselves first. And that's just how, and that's just the nature of business. That's just the nature of business here in America, right? We live in a capitalistic society where, again, it's dog eat dog. And again, the people that you work for are always going to put themselves first over you. Because that's one thing that I realized when I got laid off. I'm like, okay, I can't be mad at these people because, again, I was going and pouring into their bucket every single day. But sometimes, you know, when they have to, you know, when the bucket is starting to, I guess it's starting to run low, right? When they realize, like, oh, shoot, I'm not making as much money from having these employees or having these positions at my company. I got to make sure they got to make sure that their bucket remain, that they still get the majority of what's in the bucket. And so sometimes the people at the bottom is not going to be fortunate enough to be able to stick around and continue to keep eating off the eating out the bucket or drinking out the bucket. You see what I'm saying? So that's where, again, I realize, you know, you got to have you got to have some of your own to where it's not going to be in the place to where somebody can take it away from you because once you have your own you ain't gonna have it's not it's gonna be harder for people to you know take that away from you you know what i'm saying yeah it's not anybody's ownership but your own nobody has ownership of that i think one of the biggest things you said that we live in a capitalistic society and this is for the entrepreneur mindset you know when you said that brought it brought to mind chris the example i gave you um, earlier as to when I was sitting inside the office before I left my nine to five to become a life coach, I was sitting there thinking to myself, these people don't care. You know, um, as I was telling you, you know, it was like kind of like a mental abuse at that job for so long. The manager would do certain things that were very manipulative and they would pick on you for everything. It could be you were, you asked a teammate how a certain procedure was done and that was wrong for them. Like you couldn't ask anybody. You had to go to them. It was a sense of control that they wanted to have that was more uh, pro company versus pro employee. 
And so a lot of us would complain uh, to HR, but nothing would get done. And so at the end of the day, it was leaving a lot of us anxious. And you know what I thought the day before I went in? How is it I'm letting someone else take ownership of what how I feel? And on a Sunday night, I'm not even at work to feel this way. Because I understand you're anxious over maybe a job that you did, but your boss is excellent. And you're just anxious because you want to present this and you want it to be good. There's a difference versus you being anxious at night because you don't know what's going to happen the next day you walk in because you don't know if they're going to put you in the hot seat for something you didn't even know you did was wrong. For something simple as talking to someone else. And I thought to myself, I'm allowing them to have ownership of my health. And I remember giving in my ID. That's it. The rest was history. And now I had to force myself to be the entrepreneur because I had that mindset. I had, I had to, now, now, now I knew I pushed myself fully into being that entrepreneur. And no matter what fear I had, I had to let that go instantly. Because if not, I wasn't going to go forward. And so that was the beginning of the rest of my life. Mm. Sincerely. Mm. Yeah. No, I think, you know, one thing that you mentioned is like the control that your job can have on you, especially like, you know, when you work for a boss, right? It's like, essentially, it almost feels like they're trying to, in a sense, keep a, keep a leash on you to where it's like, okay, when you go work for them, it's like, okay, you can only go where I tell you to go. You can't go nowhere else. And if you want to, you know, special ideas, you got to ask permission. Or if you want to go take time to do something, to spend time with your family, to go travel, you got to ask permission. And again, I started realizing these things in my reflection time, you know, during those uh, several months. And I was just like, I'm tired of this. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, like, I mean, I became tired of it too. Yeah. Uh, but, but let me let me say something though, Chris. Too, what I what I like to bring to light is that not all bosses are bad, and not mm. all, we're not saying that all jobs are bad or all bosses are bad or or you know having the mindset of working nine to five is bad. It's not bad, and not all bosses are bad because I've had some really spectacular bosses, and I think to myself, Chris, all the time, if I would have uh, stayed in Atlanta, my boss there was super nice to me and was so pro-employee and wanted us to get ahead. And he was the first one to tell me, he goes, listen, this company is not something you want to do long-term. Go for your dreams. Go for your goals. Those are the bosses that you really want to work for. I think that if I would have stayed there, I think I would have kept in the same position working my life coaching business just to make ends meet. I think I would have been okay with that. So we're not saying that. What we are saying is, you know, think about it. You know, think about it. if you have that entrepreneur mindset, really sit down and reflect like Chris has reflected, like I've reflected, you know? Yeah, I think I think the entrepreneurial route is only for a, like a select. Well, it can be for everybody, but you have to have the right mindset. Again, they teach you in school. Again, this is why, again, we've been programmed and this is why. You know, every day when you wake up, you see people going on the roads. You know, you see all this traffic out there on your road, especially here in the ATL. There's a bunch of traffic everywhere. You know, especially during especially during the week, even on the weekends. But again, the ATL got so much going on down there. They got probably like celebrities coming in, all this stuff. People want to go see. Everybody want to go to the to the city. But typically during the week, I don't care what city you live in. I don't care if you live in the middle. Of, I don't care if you uh 
you know, live in a small city, big city, or whatever, you're going to see every week, you're going to see traffic on the roads. Why? Because everybody doing the same thing. Everybody go to go to work for, for a boss they don't even know. And they got to try to make ends meet. And again, sometimes you got to do what you got to do in order to get to where you got to get to. But again, it's like, in my opinion, you know, when you want to, I guess, like going down the entrepreneur route, it's it's a risky path, which is why not everybody's an entrepreneur. You see what I'm saying? Not everybody's an entrepreneur because, again, nobody want to take that risk. A lot of people want to be comfortable just going to work, knowing that they're going to receive a check every two weeks or whatever, and just, you know, take that money, go pour it out, you know, go to the store, pour it out, you know, pour it out on uh, entertainment, Netflix, all that stuff. Right. And just kind of live that life to see, OK, I'm going to give somebody else the majority of my time during the week. But then on the weekend, I'm going to take that money that I, that I uh, made, you know, working and pour right back out. And I got to go do the whole cycle again and have somebody tell me what to do, how to spend my time and everything like that. See, for me, I value time over money because time you can't get that back. Money you can get back because why we have discovered that they print money every single day. And so yeah. another and then all another thing, you know, is one thing is you gotta be really uh valuable with your time. You gotta, you know, value time over money. And then another thing mm-hmm. is this being an entrepreneur, you just another characteristic of entrepreneurs is that they're tired of having people tell them what to do every single day. And that's me because again, I feel like I'm disciplined enough to get up create my own schedule, manage my own time. I don't need nobody telling me, hey, like, you need to show up here, you need to show up here. Because that's all it is. When you work. You know, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chris, oh, but it's just, it's just you, you hit it right on the nail. It's so funny because I used to tell one of my clients, like, in order to go down this path, you need to have a certain mind frame. And you need to take, one, a leap of faith in yourself and in life. Okay, you need to have that faith that you can and will do because a weak mindset being an entrepreneur, you're going to go through a lot of obstacles that you never expected would happen. And you have to be able to handle those in a certain fashion where you have strength to be able to handle those, to know that you can handle those because there's going to be times me as a life coach, there are times where I go, okay, what do I do next with, with whatever presents itself? How do I go about this? And if I'm not strong enough, I fall into the rabbit hole. I can't do this. Oh my gosh, fear. And you can't have fear when you go on this path because a lot of things are going to occur where you can't change the plan, but what you got to change is how you're going to get there. And you have to have an open mind because if you don't have an open mind and you think that it's just one way, it's not going to happen when it comes to being your own sole proprietor, your entrepreneurship, whatever it is you decide that you're going to do in the future. Um, and it's on your own. You have to have these qualities and characteristics because if not, your journey in getting there is going to be one that's going to be uh, super difficult. Mm-hmm. And one thing I learned is you have to enjoy the journey as well. Enjoy it. You can't take it to where if something doesn't work the way you thought it would have, you can't get angry or frustrated over it. You just have to figure out how else you can do it to attain the results you want. Yeah. And I, and I say a, a thing about, you know, trying to like develop your own ideas. Like you don't have to do it like on your own. You don't have to feel like, Oh, like 
I want to be my own boss. Being your own boss don't mean you got to always, you got to do it necessarily by yourself. Like in this book I was reading, uh, you know, it talked about how you got to have some people around you that's business minded, that thinks on that level. Because sometimes you get people around that's, you know, when you tell them, because sometimes it can be hard to explain to people like, hey, like, I don't want to work for somebody. Because, again, that's what we've been programmed to do since we went to school. That's the whole purpose of school. The whole purpose of school is not to teach you how to be an entrepreneur. The whole purpose of going to school is so they can indoctrinate you with the idea of going to college, go go show somewhere for four years, get a degree, then uh, find a good high paying job. And, and, and be able to uh, make money. And, and, and the thing is, what I've realized, a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, such as Bill Gates, such as Mark Zuckerberg, such as Jeff Bezos, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these big businesses that we go to work for every single day that we trying to get into with our college degree, you realize that these people ain't even go to school or they went to school and dropped out. You see what I'm saying? It's like they yeah, take... You know I think, I think, I'm sorry, I always interrupt you, <laughs> but it's just your point is so good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny that you said because, yes, they're all entrepreneurs and some of them, half of them dropped out and did whatever they did. And so who's to say that we can't? Exactly. You know, I think that society was underneath this, you know, for so long, I think society uh, had, they were under, I call it like a spell, a daydream, where this is what you did. Because there was a point in time in history where you, companies did hire you there wasn't the issue economically and and, uh, i want to say economically politically a lot of the issues that are occurring now that affect all around weren't happening back then um and since they weren't happening back then this wasn't a problem you did go to school when you got out you did you did get a job you know you did it's what happened because the times were different now times are different this isn't, we've got to go with the times. This isn't, you get out of school, get a job. Hello, I went to school for psychology. And when I got out of uh, school, I worked for a behavioral center for a very, like, four years. And then after that, I was like, okay, where am I going to go from here? And when it's difficult, it was difficult to get a job because I didn't have a license. I wasn't a therapist. Mm-hmm. My journey was a little bit different. So, again, I didn't have that cookie-cutter life where you go to school, get out, get a job. In the same thing you studied. Mm-hmm. And so my point is that now in times, it's just different. It's just different. You're right. not going to find that. Exactly. No, it's, it's just a whole, you know, different, different ball like game. different ball game now. You know, the rules of business have changed. You know what I'm saying? Like you look around, like you can't just think that you're going to be okay off of one single income because a lot of things is moving. You see what I'm saying? It's like, you got this inflation, right? And I have my opinion on that, but I ain't going to share that. But you have this so-called inflation to where everything rises and everything, like the cost of food, the cost of gas, you know, just the cost cost of living, like the cost of rent, like everything is on the rise. But one thing that I never, that I realized is that the income for these positions always stays consistent. So if you're thinking... Oh, I'm gonna just work, you know, try to get a job and you know, try to live off that. Listen, unless you get in some type of you know, percentage crease, like one guy was putting it like this, unless your job offering you like an eight percent eight to ten percent raise, 
then you're going to stay stuck and you're going to try to live off working for, you know, you're going to try to live off your job when the reality is, you know, once you get a raise, the 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 point of you getting a raise is not, it don't really mean nothing because you can get a raise, but again, inflation keep going up with it. So really you making the right. same. So it's like, that's why right. you got to have, you got to have like some type of income or some type of supplemental income, you know, that's why I mentioned passive income. That's why they, you know, mentioned, you know, trying to, you know, invest in assets, right? That's what that's what the rich do. They 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 invest in assets that's going to bring them money versus liabilities. So, but we we don't get taught that. We've been taught like once you get money, go ahead and splurge it, enjoy it, you know, go out spend it on crazy things. That's not going to give us money back. And that's the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Or we're, or we're too used to living from paycheck to paycheck. Sometimes we get in a huge comfort zone. And, you know, it's funny that you say that um, because when I was talking to somebody not so long ago, I think like a couple months ago, and they used to work at the job I used to work at, and they were like, oh, we got a raise. It was like, it's now from what we were making, it's X amount. And when I started calculating, I'm like, okay, so in reality, your paycheck went up. But so do your taxes. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, regardless, we have to pay taxes to the government, whether you work by yourself or not. I get that. And I'm okay with that. That's fine. I'm not going to fight a wave. Like, I'm not going to sit here and fight about it. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, we're going to be. It has to be done. That's fine. But the fact is, when I realized it's only $150 more than what we were making before, because now that your paycheck increased, the taxes increased. So I thought to myself, but it comes to your point with everything that's going up. Like, apparently, like, somebody said to me that in California, the eggs are, like, they're scarce. And then somebody said they're, like, we were having this conversation. They're, like, what, 20 bucks in some places for some Whoa. I mean, maybe that's exaggerating. I know it's been, like, 11 bucks or 12 bucks in some places for some eggs that used to cost you maybe 3 $4 or less than that. So... Again, it leaves me thinking about this. Everything is going up, but like you said, my paycheck isn't. And even if it does go up, it's not going up enough for me to be able to pay everything at the rate that it's going. Right. And the thing is, with that, it's making it so much harder for people to retire. Because again, you hearing more instances, people be like 65 years old, still working. It's like, bro. And it's so funny that you say that because it depends your age and how many points you have accumulated as to when you can retire. So you have, if you have 50 credit, what is it, 40 credit points you have to have in order to retire. So if by the age of 65, you don't have those 40 points, you got to keep working to be able to get Social Security. Unless your job offers another type of, um, I forget what it's called, I'm blanking in my mind. But they offer, uh, I don't want to say it's a bonus, but they offer a pension. That's it. That's the word. Where they offer you a pension. And many jobs nowadays don't. You know, many jobs don't offer that. They just, well, you pay into Social Security and that's what you get. And you know what I've come across? A lot of people living off of Social Security can't even make it then. Right. Because it's such a fixed income. So what are we doing here? What, what, are, we, what are we doing as a society here? You know, as individual, you may not be able to fight the government. We're not asking you to fight the government, but think about where you want to be in the future. You know what I mean? What I say is this: like again, 
it's, it's you know I'm, I'm i'm starting to become more of a wide person again like the more that i'm out here in the world there's a lot of things that i see it's like we i think if if, if if you got like a family of four six seven or eight people why is it that them people that's in your household can't come together come up with an idea right all work together on the same level start your own business and create that generational wealth that way see a lot of these companies are built off generational wealth and they keep getting passed down from generation mm-hmm. to generation. That's why they're still around. Like Wells Fargo. That's why you see, you know, business that say been in business since 1890 or 1910. Mm-hmm. Because they have generational wealth that's been passed down. Somebody came up with the idea and kept passing it down from generation to generation. Why this is why I still here after all these years. McDonald's, for example, built off generational wealth. That's why you see McDonald's still around. Burger King. All these restaurants that are well-known are based on generational wealth. And again, why is it that you can't have your own generational wealth? But again, we've been trained that if you you can have a whole family in your house. You can have a family five, family six. Everybody go do separate things. One person work over here, one person work over here, one person work over here. But it's like if y'all all came together and said, you know what? We're going to create a family idea. That's going to allow us to keep the money flowing within our family to where, again, let's say you grow up. Let's say your parents. Okay, so think of it like this. Let's say your parents have a business, right? They got kids. They produce you and, you know, your siblings or whatever, right? They already have a business of their own. So when you grow up, you got a job. You got a job set, even though if that's not what you want to do, then hey, I respect it. You want to go out and do your own thing, that's fine. But what I'm saying is this, you know, instead of going to somebody else and begging them for a job, that those jobs can be within your family to where, again, the parents can hire you, you know, as you know, as an employee, you work for them when they retire. Right. You take over the business. When you have kids, you bring you raise them up. You allow them to, you know, be able to, you know, train them, you know, be able to eventually run the business once you step away from the business. So, again, nobody thinking of this. Everybody thinking, okay, we're going to go here. We're going to go here. We're going to go here. But nobody really smart enough to think you can stay within your own family. Somebody come with an idea. Y'all all get behind it. Give it time. You know, maybe give it about a couple years or whatever, how long ever it takes. But, again, I'm telling you, it's, more, it's, it's better to... Come up with an idea, let it let it uh, build up for maybe a couple of years, and then continue to build off that versus going to work for forty years, barely making nothing, and not able to even retire, and 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 have to retire when you barely able to move and do other things. See, I, I, I'm just, I'm just on a different mindset than a lot of people because I see like you know a lot of people you know who are in the entrepreneurial space, you know, they get to retire, you know, some of them get to retire at age 30, some of them get to retire at 40, you see what I'm saying, they still get to travel, still get to live and spend time with their family, so again, these people understand the value of time and, you know, and stuff like that, so. 
You know what I think it all boils down to? What is it that you want? A lot of people don't know what they want. A lot of people, you know, are kind of confused. What, what do I want? Where do I go? You know, but they want to do something. I think now is the time. Uh, it's a perfect time more than ever to sit down and really think about, like, what is it that you want? You know, what do I want from, what do I want my future to look like? How would it look like? How would I feel? How would I, how would I, um, if, how do I envision it? Can I, you know, what are the sensations I feel in my body when, you know, and all that. And you sit and you think about it for a while and you step out on that step of faith, it all starts to align. But it starts with you. You know what I'm saying? It starts with you. It starts with nobody else. No one, you know, and when it starts with you, then, you know, you can branch out and do several things. And the only reason why we say this is because we've gone through it. We are in it. You know, we've both started. I know I've started um, my own life coaching business and you started your own fitness business and other projects that you have going on on the side. And that's amazing. But if we didn't have that leap of faith, I don't think we would have done it. Exactly. Yeah, no, you just got to, you know, like I said, I always talk about betting on yourself. You know, you, you essentially have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to take this route, and again, this is not for everybody. If, if you if you listen to this, be like, man, like I just want to remain comfortable and you know just continue to you know go to my job, collect you know collect however many benefits they offer. Then that's fine. I mean, like I said, this ain't for you. But I'm talking to people who's like really who's just who's just tired of living this lifestyle, tired of just kind of going with the status quo. Wants to break away from the rat race, which is a term that Robert Kiyosaki used to uh, use in one of his books, Rich Dad Poor Dad. If you if you just tired of just living that every day, go to work, come home, watch TV type life, then this is what we talking about, right? You have to really sit down and really, like I said, this is why you really have to spend time with yourself, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to reflecting. And this is why the this uh society has been designed to keep us busy. That's why they keep us running around trying to do work and you know, not have any time to think. We don't have any time to sit down and think. If we had time to sit down and think, we could figure a lot of this stuff out. This is why when you talk to people in prison, like these people, like these people are made out to be like, you know, just people who who have no like type of sense. But I'm telling you, people in prison, when people have time to think, right, they can really, you can really learn a lot from people who have that time to think. But again, we live in a society where we got to keep 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 our mind busy with all this stuff going on. And John yeah, D. Rockefeller... It's like, a, it's like a, a go, 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 go on the go. Nobody slows down and nobody takes the time out to balance the life that they want to live. That's why, again, I go back to the point, it's so important to know exactly what you want for yourself. And that includes everything down from how you want to feel emotionally to how you want your days to look how you want things to go um and 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 actually developing a plan to do so and when you start developing that and you balance and and you say well i want this to happen and you have that goal you start creating the time when you are intentional when you know your purpose and you know this is exactly what i want to do and you have the drive to do it and you pass the fear and you pass all that you know, it's all about balancing your time. 
and making the time. I was just saying, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Where there's a want, you know, where there's a, um, where, okay, well, it's in Spanish, so I can't really translate it because it won't make sense. But when you really want something, you go for it. And you find the time and you make the time and you do the things that you got to do to attain that. I've always said it like this. When you go to the store, you want a pair of shoes, right? You say, oh, man, those shoes look, look nice. They look super comfortable or whatever it is. They're to your liking. And you know you have the money. You check off everything. There's a go on everything, a green light to buy them. Nothing stops you. You go and you buy it, right? You grab the shoes, you put them on, you fit them, you try them, you like them. You put them on the counter, I'm ready to buy them, you pass that card. So I look at as attaining your goals in the same way. You want it? What are you doing? What What is the action that you're creating this week to be able to get your goal done? Where are you going to go with it? Get it done. Even if it's a small action step, do it. Get involved. Because without action, there's no goal. You know, there's like, you don't get to the goal. If you don't do something every single day, you don't, you don't get there. You stay stagnant. Possibly in fear. So you got to make it. That's why I think it goes back to the point where you got to have a strong mindset in order to do anything like this. Because if you don't have that mindset, you won't even start the first process. You won't even take the first step. Right. So exactly. You you basically just said, you basically just nailed it, nailed it on the head right there. And, you know, I'll just say this with the six minutes we got left. Again, a lot of it is just, how just the shift in the mindset you know going from the mindset of oh i'm just you know content with working to like no like i'm fed up i'm tired of like going to work i'm tired of you know taking orders from somebody else i want to make this thing happen and again like i say that idea you know that you think oh this ain't gonna be nothing let me tell you something there's a lot of things that are existing today that people back then probably didn't think oh this is gonna happen so again, don't dismiss your idea. If you have a seed planting your mind, right, you want to give it attention. Right? Because I feel like that in that vision was planted in there for a reason. You see what I'm saying? And now you gotta give it attention. So again, you know, I feel like a lot of it can be started if you surround yourself with the right group of people that can help you. Like you don't have to take it on by yourself. Right. All you have to do is just get a group of people around you who has all these different ideas on how to scale it. Right. Get some people that can really help you see. Right. Things that you probably didn't see. Thing people who've been experienced or, you know, maybe has, you know, expertise in something that you might need to help get your business off the ground. So, again, a lot of it's just networking, which essentially is the most important thing, right? If you can get a good network of people around you who see what they who want to help you start this business and are not people who are scared and afraid, then again, that's going to take a business a long way or whatever your entrepreneur idea is. So again, it's all about, at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, being able to put the right steps in, uh, in place in order to scale your business. Another thing is you don't have to do it by yourself, right? Get a team of people who are willing to help invest in you that way you can uh-huh. really see this you know your idea come off the ground that's how it starts you see what i'm saying right so absolutely just, yeah so just keep that in mind as you go about you know go about your life go about your journey and like i say man you know there's just so much more to life so much more to life in my opinion um and so yeah we can definitely you know continue to keep talking about this but i know we're running short of time 
this is, I feel like this is great for some somebody to hear, you know what I'm saying? If you're on the fence about trying to start some, um, you know, definitely, like I said, you know, don't be afraid to jump. You got to jump and you're going to fall. But again, you can always get back up. So I'll just leave with that. I'll leave with that quote. You know what I'm saying? But before we close out, just want to always remind you guys, follow us on Instagram. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Disinfecting Your Life. That's no spaces, no capitals. Also, follow my girl Sandra on Instagram at Complete Confidence Coaching. Again, hit us up. You know, like I said, if you have any feedback about us, about the show, hit us up in the DMs. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. so don't be afraid to reach out to us, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't know, Sandra, you got anything you, you want to uh, close out with? No, I'm good. I think this was a great episode. And like I said, I think a lot of people needed to hear this. Um, if you need us, you know exactly where to find us. DM us. Um, I know that soon I'm going to be changing the, the uh, name to my company. Um, this is my journey, of course. So watch out for that soon. Um, but uh, besides that, reach out to me at Complete Confidence Coaching. All right. We heard it here first, y'all. You heard it here first. All right, y'all. This your boy. Chris Simmons, alongside my partner in crime, Sandra Cruz. We out, y'all. Take care. Peace. Bye.